0: Okay, Ray, I know that you're probably supposed to go first today, but I have to tell you (laughs) what just happened. I I just assumed I would just do it in our digital diary, but I'm sorry. I'm sitting here in the middle of some, I don't know, I'm designing, and I'm so I'm at a mall, so I might have to make this quick. But this is what just happened, and I was so badly... (laughs) Wishing you were here to tell the story to, or maybe just to be present when I do it, because I think the conclusion I'm coming to is I think that maybe I do. Just a second, sorry. What's wrong? What's wrong? Why is this thing not working? Is it working? Is it working? I'm not in the world? <laughs> okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's so. Yeah, I was wishing you were here because I think what happens is I say a lot of things that I just don't get, okay? I just don't get it. So I am designing, of course, and I have stopped in because I'm doing this whole massive like 12,000 square foot home and every inch of it, wood is going in, okay? No! Oh so. I go into the wood place, okay, and there's three girls sitting behind the desk, and there's no joke. There's probably, like, cause it's all contractors, probably about 15 men in this in this place, and we're all in the lobby area, and one of the girls says to me, is that your sexy Jeep out there? Because, you know, she's lifted, she has the big old tires, you know, she just looks, she, she's a sexy Jeep, and... I say, yeah, the most action that jeep sees is your freaking curb out there. I said, she thinks she's getting choked off because she gets no action. And then I turn around and I say to the girl that's helping me order the wood, I go, (laughs) the most action she's going to get is when I shove all that wood in her. I'm there to pick up samples. What samples? And in my mind, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Shoving samples of wood into the Jeep. It's going to be heavy because it's boxes and boxes and boxes of wood. But I don't realize that everyone else is saying when I'm going to shove wood in her. <laughs> you get it, right. <laughs> anyway, so the three ladies start to laugh and all the guys in the place start to laugh and I didn't know what I said. I go, what is happening? (laughs) Why is everyone laughing? I don't even get what's going on. And one of the girls behind the desk, she says, Sydney, that's what's so delightful about you being one of our builders is because she goes, sweetie, (laughs) You say so many things that you have no idea what you say. And we all just try to play right along with you. But you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and Ray, I thought of you. Because you're the one that always has to explain things to me so that hopefully I don't go out in public doing that. You know, just saying things. I'm just saying things. and. I think, as they told me at the front desk, that I've been in several times and made references to wood, and they just all try to be quiet because they don't want me to be embarrassed. And she goes, every time you come in, we all make a bet as we see you walking in. (laughs) if you're gonna make some reference to wood and you're not even gonna know what reference you're making oh my gosh right okay so anyway I had to tell you that and might as well just say you know while I'm in there they're like Sydney how do you find so much happiness why are you always happy and I think what it is is I really choose to just find the good or the funny or why it works for me because you know how I love to be in the driver's seat. So if I'm always finding the good in whatever situation or the funny, then I'm always in the driver's seat. But. If I, you know, find why it's a downgrade for me or why it's hurting me or who's taking advantage of me, then I'm no longer in the driver's seat. Now I'm in the passenger seat. So I think that may be part of the secret to finding more happiness is, of course, the choice to be happy, right? And then the choice to find the funny in it or to see the good in it. Oh, whatever. Okay, so... I'm just sitting here people watching now, man, there's there's a lot going on, (laughs) there's a lot going on, and sometimes, you know, bless their soul, I just say to my own self, like I can talk, right, I wonder if that person looked in the mirror before leaving home, but you know that's not everyone's priority. Remember, I did go on a date with a guy who showed up with no teeth in the front. He was missing his four front teeth. (laughs) And he was so mad at me. He's like, oh, Sydney, I just feel like there's nothing gelling here. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think there is. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Dating thing. Uh, this is a true ramble. That's freaking for sure. I've stopped dating. You're like, yeah, right. You <laughs> didn't stop dating for 24 hours, Sydney. Yeah, it's been a little bit of time. But I just can't. They're just driving me crazy. One guy tells me, well, doesn't tell me. It's on his freaking whatever, his profile, that he's 5'11. And then I get there and I'm standing there waiting for him, watching all these other guys that could potentially be the guy walk in and then. turns around this guy who's standing in front of me that I've been looking over the top of his head for a good eight ten minutes Sydney Sydney is that you oh hello Paul (laughs) it's a disaster I don't even know how I get from point A to point B half of the time Oh, well, it doesn't matter anyway. I'm going to be done rambling, but I am going to submit this to you, Ray, because I miss you. I wish you would have been here. And, and, and yeah, I wish you were here all the time because I am certain I am saying things 24-7 that I don't even know what I've said. Okay? Okay. And thank you to our listeners. I miss you all. I wish I could meet all of you and have lunch and maybe have chocolate. Oh, man, have some chocolate. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I love you, Ray. You guys, thank you for passing us along, and thank you for staying so loyal. There to be better with Ray instead.
1: Well, that was an interesting story. Entertaining, to say the least. And the moral of that story is that men, no matter what age, never, ever leave the sixth grade. We get any opening as far as an innuendo or something silly like that. And even if we don't outwardly take it, we're dropping our head and we're giggling and we're uh, suppressing and stifling our laughter. And uh, some of us are better at it than others. But uh, the minute we make eye contact with each other, it's over. So I would have been howling along with the other guys. The contract (laughs) isn't... You know, it's amazing. You do have this beautiful innocence about you. And, uh, you know, it's a period that's very rare. And I know it's, you know, part of your upbringing too, but, you know, the uh, explaining of the jokes and not getting the jokes, I mean, that's that's been as integral a part of our show as anything else. That long-running gag of, uh, yeah, Cindy doesn't get a joke. It's uh, taken on a life of its own. I'm uh, driving here, but I am hands free. I'm being conscientious here. I'm stopping and going. I'm picking up my daughter right now from school, trying to make good on uh, all the Father's Day love that I got and all the spoilage. They really did spoil me. And, uh, God, there's just traffic everywhere today. It's two thirty in the afternoon where the all these people coming from? Don't, doesn't anybody work? I know it's summertime, but my God. This is insane. Gas is like $5 a gallon here in Jersey, and people can't burn it quick enough. Everybody and their mother's out on the road. I just don't get it. But, um... So, what was I talking about? Oh, making good on my Father's Day. Um... Honorific whatever, you know? They honored me. So, I'm picking up my daughter. I'm trying to be a good dad. And I was going to stop at Starbucks and surprise her with the cup of, uh, she likes this cold, venti cappuccino stuff. I don't know, white mocha stuff. I didn't have a chance to stop in there because the line was like four people deep. And there's always that one person that's going to be a problem. And it's always the person right in front of you. As you could tell, Sydney is the more patient of the two of us. I grew up in New York. I'm a lifelong New Yorker. I don't do patients. <laughs> Sydney's an A-type. I'm an A-type. But we just don't have any patients here on the East Coast. Sid talked about how on the East Coast we're more family-centric and we're more family-oriented. That's very true. But we're also notorious... For having zero patience, zero tolerance for anybody doing anything in front of us in two seconds, if you bend over to tie your shoes on Broadway in Manhattan, you're getting run over. You're going to get trampled and you're probably going to get eaten alive. <laughs> Maybe literally. But, uh... I don't even know what I was going to ramble about. I was, I was responding to the uh, innuendos and the, you know, people with the dirty minds... And I lost my track of uh, my train of thought. But it's a beautiful day here. It's mid-June, mid mid to late June, two-thirds of the way through the month. I think today is the first day of summer. Or maybe yesterday was the first day of summer. And I noticed it the other day. It was almost 9 o'clock. And where I was, you could still kind of see... Like, the sun setting. I forgot exactly where I was. I was up a bunch of... I was up on, like, maybe 10, 20 stories high. I was up on a bluff or something. And uh, I had a good vantage point of, you know, looking west. And I just happened to notice, like, it's almost 9 o'clock, and you can still see a vestige of, like, you know, sunset, which is incredible. So, I like this time of year. In the summertime when uh, the days are real long. I get up, I go to the gym. It's light out at like 6 o'clock in the morning. And it's light now, you know, past 8 o'clock at night. It's pretty cool. But uh, I've been really busy, as you know, getting back into the live music thing. Uh, I've got a single I'm on the hook for, so I've got to go back in the recording studio. I will be going to St. Augustine, Florida. Oldest city in America. Older than America itself. And uh, I'll be teaming up with Mad Mike again, my old partner in crime, my original partner in crime. And uh, we're going to raise some hell in the studio. I can't wait to do that. He'll do my podcast, I'll do his, or I should say my Ray Powers Hour. And uh, he has the Hour of Madness radio show and he has the Mad Hands Records podcast as well. So that's pretty cool. So we got a work cut out for us. we got a lot to do down there. I'm now parked. I'm waiting for my daughter to come out of school. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of rambling about nothing in the summertime, right? You can't really cover everything we're doing in 10 minutes. All the designing you're doing. All the live dates I'm doing. Uh, I've got the radio show. It's not every week anymore with the radio show. It's when I can get it in. Uh, I've got my my business that I run, my promo business for events and such. And, uh, you know, the live thing's been cool. I like going out in the summertime. You gotta go out in the summer. Outdoor stages, you know, indoor stages, whatever it takes, you know, in the summertime. People want to go out and hear live music. They want to go out to concerts. This is the time of year. So, I'm also on a couple other call-up lists as a uh, first call backup so I know I've got a lot of sub dates as well where I'll be subbing for uh, you know the full time bassist in whatever whatever band playing in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area I've got Atlantic City on the schedule for the end of July I've got a big event in September a televised event in New Jersey I'll be posting about that real soon and uh, that's going to be a fun date and I'll put all the info up soon but I signed the contract and uh, I'm in for September so you know, doing as much as I can with as much as I can with the time I have you know, in between uh, (laughs) renovating the home and everything else trying to make time for family and uh you know it's it's a lot but it's a blessing to have all these great things at my disposal everything i really everything i always wanted so i know it's easy to look to god when you're down and out and going oh my god please i need your help but i think it's real important to acknowledge the things you have when you have them and be grateful for them when you have them and make sure that uh, it doesn't just come down to oh, I need something else, I'm in dire need you know, help me please (laughs) you know, it's a good balance you need that, of course, intercessions and everything else but you also have to be cognizant about the things you have you know, and when your life is good you make the time to really appreciate it, you know because, you know, life is about ups and downs. you got the ebbs and flows. I sound like a, uh, a philosopher. <laughs> Unbelievable. Can you believe it? They're taking advice from us. Are we following our own advice? I certainly hope so. But, yeah, it's been pretty cool. You know, the summer's been, uh, well, the spring and summer's been busy. No, uh, no shock there, but... Um, Owning a home, as you know, is a constant. Uh, that's a roller coaster. You fix something, you maintain something, you know, you repair something, you paint something, you spackle something, you cement something, and something else is ready to be worked on. It's just always something. But you know, that's the uh, the old rent versus own dilemma. Do you rent and? You just have your apartment or your house and you rely on whomever else to maintain it and you don't have that responsibility. You know, but then that's just it. You don't own it. It belongs to somebody else. If the ownership changes hands, you might have to move. Circumstances are beyond your control. A million things could happen. You know, the owner becomes a real jerk. You have a disagreement or two. They want you out. They raise the rent at will to get you out of there I mean you know you're never in a place where you can just be like okay unless unless you've got infinite income and an FU attitude you know otherwise if you own a home as you know it's just always something (laughs) you get to own it but uh, you're always paying tax on it so you don't really own it don't get me started on that but you know, just like owning a car, a boat, or anything that requires maintenance. I just thought of a real dirty dad joke, which I cannot tell on here. I'll tell it to you off air. People are going to be really pissed at me for that. But if you text me or inbox me or something, I'll tell you the joke. But it was something my uncle told me years ago. I'm sure you might have figured it out by now. If you're my age and you're a guy, you already know it. Uh, has to do with tires. That's the hint. <laughs> You could probably look it up on the internet right now, but uh, I don't know. It's a podcast. I don't know why I'm being so puritanical about it. I could probably just, you know, rattle off what I want. That's the whole idea of a podcast, right? But then again, we're on platforms where we're not flagged as not suitable for work. So I guess if we want to keep that audience, we got to, I guess, mind our P's and Q's. I don't know. All right. I've rambled on long enough. I'll let you guys off the hook Sid you're the best love you too miss you like hell and uh yeah I gotta get back to Salt Lake I don't care about skiing so much although can you ski in the summertime up in Park City do you guys manufacture enough snow for that I know Denver it seems like it's always snowing but alright kids you heard the lady com. check it on out we got cool merch we got a whole lot of cool stuff I just I just recommended a phone cover to somebody who they split their, their cover on their phone and they were real upset. And I said, I know you can get a great phone cover as a motorcycle rolls by. DareToBeBetterShow.com
0: Tell them Ray sent you. Tell them Sid sent you. Hi right, kids. Talk to you later.